So, galaxies can eat one another? What else is new? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Information Junkie, a show dedicated to bringing you the best of science, math, and tech. I'm your host, Arunima, and today we're going to discuss galactic cannibalism. Well, first of, what is galactic cannibalism? It is a process by which a galaxy merges with another to form a new galaxy. This process happens as the result of tidal gravitational interactions. When galaxies collide, their individual gravitational forces reach out and pull the other in. It is like a gravity arm that reaches out and grabs a chunk of the other galaxy. Most galaxies do this. However, if one galaxy is much larger than the other, this larger gravity and therefore galaxy will win the fight. I don't know if you've had if you have played any games like Slidario or Agario, but I would say that this process is quite similar to winning those games. In both games, you have to ingest smaller objects, either a snake or a circle, to grow bigger. That is exactly what researchers think. This hypothesis came around when researchers were studying isolated galaxies. Isolated galaxies are super rare, we don't often see them around, and it raises quite a few eyebrows in the astrophysics department. So, researchers and astronomers hypothesized that these galaxies would have had neighbors before. What happened to these neighbors? Well, galactic cannibalism is the answer. These galaxies would have eaten the other neighbors. A little spat over the fence, I assume. Anyway, let's dive a little bit more into the history of this discovery, shall we? Okay, in 1910, an astronomer named Edwin Hubble was studying the motion of objects in the night sky. Let me spoil the end result of the story a bit for you. He discovered many, many important things about our universe. Firstly, by calculating the radial velocity, he was able to determine that most objects outside our galaxy were redshifted, implying that they were moving away from the Milky Way. Okay, a little halt there. Let's define what redshift is. Redshift happens when the light from an object is increasing in wavelength, shifting it towards the red end of the light spectrum. Okay, back to our dude Edward Hubble. His observations also proved that the universe is expanding. However, he observed that Andromeda, our neighbor galaxy, was blue shifted, meaning it was getting even closer. Well, that sets our scene perfectly. You see, the Milky Way and the Andromeda galaxy are set to collide or interact in about 4 billion years. This will result in one big new galaxy. However, don't worry about the consequences of this collision, or should I say interaction, yet. Firstly, because we have an extremely long time to figure it out, and secondly, because the chances of an actual collision between galactic objects is quite rare. The chances of a collision with Proxima Centauri, the sun's closest neighbor, is remote because of the vast distances involved. This star, Proxima Centauri, is more than four light years away. So even with the unimaginable billions of possible collisions, the chance of any particular one occurring is slight. Now, I should point out here, I have corrected myself and said interaction and not collision because the term collision is inaccurate when we describe galactic cannibalism or galactic collisions. It's a fun way to describe the process, but it doesn't really paint the whole picture. I want you to imagine a school of fish interacting. The shape of the two schools changes, but the individual fish don't actually collide with one another. Similarly, when our galactic collision will happen, 
Planets and stars are not really going to smash into one another. The structures of the two galaxies will of course get distorted, but no major collisions, rest assured. I should also mention we are, or at least our galaxy, is taking part in devouring another galaxy. And the Milky Way has done so in the past as well, and will continue to do so in the future. So, the Milky Way is currently interacting with the Sagittarius Dwarf Spheroidal Galaxy. The star trail around the Milky Way galaxy is proof enough of this. The Dwarf Galaxy has passed through the plane of the Milky Way, and the halo of stars, if you will, left are moving in a way that is different to the objects in the Milky Way. Let's look at the composition of the Milky Way for a second, shall we? This will help me explain the proof of the fact that the Milky Way is devouring another smaller galaxy. Well, the Milky Way is comprised of two parts, a disk and a halo. Most of the stars in the disk are relatively young and were likely formed in the Milky Way itself. The stars in the halo, on the other hand, are much older, more ancient stars. Most scientists believe that these ancient halo stars were formed in neighboring systems or galaxies, but were sucked into the Milky Way due to its larger gravitational pull. The evidence I mentioned before. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Let me know if you liked the episode by sharing the podcast and commenting. As always, feel free to leave suggestions and topic recommendations. You can follow me at The Information Junkie on Instagram, where I post updates about the podcast. Additionally, if you like the episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform. The podcast is available on Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and more. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.